0: We're going to be talking about risk management. So a few years ago, I was CEO of the transit agency in Baltimore, the MTA, and uh, I developed what I thought were uh, seven good steps to safety. And one of them was to um, not make a mountain out of a molehill. What do I mean by that? Well, so many times we were putting together training programs for our safety department and they were based on anecdotal evidence, stories that people would tell. I can tell you that that's how government works often. It works on stories. Somebody comes in and um, I remember one. I'll tell you. I walk in. uh, I was a county administrator of Queen Anne's County, Maryland, and I walk into a county commissioner's meeting. And one of the commissioners is, comfort. A neighbor of mine told me the trash pickup was 30 minutes late this week. What in the world is going on? We need to get on that. And I was able to show him data that shows that 98% of the time our pickups are on time. But this was an anecdotal situation that we will look into. We'll solve the problem for the customer and give them a free month, et cetera, et cetera. That's the way government runs. That's the way safety programs often run. They run based on anecdotal evidence. So I was at this class. I was leading with about 25, 30 people from our agency around the table. And I was telling them about this, that we really need to focus. We only have so much money. We only have so much attention from the drivers. We need to focus our attention on training programs that are based on data and not on a situation, an anecdotal situation. One of the people on the table said, oh yeah, I know, just like yesterday, I saw a female driver put her purse up on the dashboard of the bus as they were driving out. That would be, you know, block her view. We need to do a training program about that. And I said, no, that's exactly the opposite of what I just said. (laughs) That's what we don't need to do is do big training programs based on one incident that you've observed. We need to gather data about where the incidents are occurring, how they're happening, and then use that data to better train our drivers and our dispatchers and our safety personnel to make sure that we are uh, getting the biggest bang for our buck. That's what this brand new software product called RISC does. Sabrina Blaze is uh, the, project, or the product manager for that. Sabrina, tell us, what is Risk.
1: Thank you, Paul. So RISC is a, um, a new piece of software that is designed to solve for that very problem and to help agencies who are implementing PTASP for the first time um, be able to move from gut instinct to data-driven. Uh, and we do that with a incident management database where they can compile everything happening at their agency all in one place so that they have a good overview of what's happening. And then Process that through workflows to make sure that our processes are all what we expect and are standard, and that we understand how to respond. Uh, And then we take that data and we use it to drive safety assurance and risk management, and to surface it in dashboards so that your team can actually action on that data and know, uh, you know, what that data is telling you, and then use it to solve for problems like you just had, instead of building a training. program around one particular incident you can trend what kind of incidents you're having and if there's something about those incidents that are the same so that you can then uh, action on that
0: very good so this is a new product that's been developed over the last few years and it's just what this industry needs and we brought a couple guys from a transit agency that are using it and uh, Chris Tuff is deputy CEO at Centro the Central New York Regional Transit Authority in upstate New York and Syracuse thanks for being with us here today Good morning, Paul. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And then Ramin Azria is associate vice president of operations at Centro. He helped implement it. So we're going to talk to them today about how this is used right now in a transit agency and how it was implemented. So Chris, tell me a little about yourself and your agency.
2: Um, so we're, as you said, Centro in Syracuse, New York. We operate in four counties with five locations. Uh, we're a mid-sized transit agency per APTA standards. We operate. 199 fixed route buses and 42 paratransit buses. It's strictly bus. We have no rail. Um, yeah, you know, we provide roughly seven to ten million million rides a year, depending pre pandemic, post pandemic. But you know, at about 600 employees, uh, 510 or so are unioned. Um, we have five different unions that across those four counties. Um, so we're we're right in the heart. Syracuse University is a big part of our business. Um, yeah you know, and we have a great connection across the throughway with CDTA, Rochester, Buffalo. It's
0: great, Chris. Now we all know that the number one key performance indicator for a transit agency is safety. So how would you use or how are you using a product like this to improve your
2: safety at your agency? Uh, this is a key thing, especially I'm the uh, internal control officer for our organization, so this is huge for us to start tracking data. Uh, currently, we use a 17 page handwritten accident report for our supervisors. Get that, (laughs) 17-page. Yes. Um, It's morphed over the years to track many different things, mobility device accidents, passenger slip and falls, um, and we just keep adding pages to track that. But right now, everything is done manually. So once the supervisor fills out the report, it gets turned in, and then it's manually entered into an access database that currently we have one person on staff that knows how to operate access um, and pull reports, or if we broke the system, she can go in and fix it. But outside of that, we're limited to our resources. And we have 20 years worth of data in that access database today. Wow. Access. I remember that 25 years ago. Yeah. And, and, and that's the, the situation we're dealing with. And we've been trying to look at different opportunities for the last six years. We've tried to build this in Excel. We've tried to look at other uh, programs. And you know, ingra- integrating this with Trapeze is huge because we already have Trapeze. We've been a customer of Trapeze for 25 years.
0: That's great. And so... Um, what is that one of the main reasons why you chose to go with risk? Why did you want to go with this product?
2: Well, the, the tracking that Sabrina was just talking about, to be able to pull those KPIs, set those benchmarks, um, as you mentioned at the start of the, the intro, you know, the PTAS that now is being set in place for, for bus agencies that never had rail are now forced to track these set goals, look at the benchmarks and say, okay, what are we seeing an increase in? What are we seeing a decrease in? You know, how do we readjust some of our training to, fix. We have an influx of left-hand turns at this intersection or, um, you know, just a new driver class came in. So we really need to focus on this as a training point, And maybe we can cut scale back this portion to focus on this because we're seeing a large increase of accidents.
0: That's great. Raman, tell me about the implementation process.
2: So uh, the implementation
3: so far has been a uh, little great. closer. to. It's been uh, great so far. Uh, Sabrina is awesome. I mean, she uh, she's really taken our chaos and Turned it into something coherent. Um, we, you know, we we have um, certain reporting requirements, um, whether it be federal or state, uh, and and those are usually triggered by by answers to questions, thresholds to you know what the um, the accident uh, damage was. So we really have to um, make sure that we're we're reporting accurately, and um, and and then there are things that happen after we re- make those reports. So how does it all flow through the organization? There's a lot of places where things are missed. Um, so this is really, um, it, it's been a great exercise because we really understand how things are being missed and, and putting all this together to try to fix um, you know, our processes and, and have an established workflow, is um, it's, it's been great, yeah.
0: That's good. You know, post-pandemic, we've had a real challenge in getting staff, a lot of folks left during the pandemic. And uh, one of the issues about going manual, about staying manual, using paper to do your safety reporting, your incident reporting is, it ends up like at the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie, in these big boxes that are put at the, in, a, in a warehouse in the back, and you're never able to get that, get to that data to do tracking so that you can make good decisions. Am I right?
2: Oh, absolutely. And, and looking at the trends year over year, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, I, you know, we still talk about that pre-pandemic world. Um, but realizing we're changing out of that, how do you track that? Where are you coming from that? And, and to your point with people leaving the industry, you know, the, one of the first things we do is, okay, you get a piece of his work, you get a piece of his work and we don't replace that individual. So now the knowledge, the expertise, the background is lost. But, and this is kind of what we're finding. We, we sat with Sabrina, I think last week for eight hours going through the process and started picking up holes where we were like, oh, well, what happens when you do this? And we all looked around the table and we're like, I don't know. Um, so, you know, it, it, figures out or it works, but you know, we we picked up on those things and, and to help fill that position that is no longer there.
0: That's good. Sabrina, tell me about this. So another interesting incident from my past that this product could have helped, uh, when I was at the MTA, we were looking to try to, when we finally got them to start looking at, uh, where the accidents occurring, we found a lot of them occurring right on the bus yard. And there were many accidents that were happening as the drivers came in to vault their buses and there was a pole in the wrong place, and they would keep scraping it, knocking off mirrors, hit into it, and people saw anecdotally that it happened, but there was never anything done about it until it was tracked and reported, and we saw on a chart that all these incidents were occurring. Think about the cost that was involved. Every time a bus was out of the fleet, then we had to go and take it to the shop and have it repaired, the hourly wages that were involved in that. Tell us about how risk can save money. For an yes. agency.
1: So I think that at agencies, in my experience, two things happen. So the first is that you get used to seeing something happen and then you it it you cognitively sort of gloss over it because you're used to seeing it all the time. Um, and then the other one is that things get addressed when they feel bad. And so on any given day, something might feel much more terrible than this thing that's happening a hundred times. So the goal of risk was to be able to surface to you what is actually happening, where are those things actually happening, so that you can uh, pinpoint the things you really do need to address instead of the things that feel the worst today.
0: Raman, what else you want to tell us about the process?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, from, from the very beginning, again, Sabrina's been great, um, and uh, really it's, it's been Pretty pretty easy, uh, you know. That's I all feel I like say it's about. been a
1: two-way discovery. Yeah. My initial goal was to understand how to implement risk for them, but we've moved into a little bit of, of and then if I'm going too far, I'm trying to help you discover your process and make sure that it's that it's what you needed to be.
3: Yeah. That's the good. other, oh, I'm sorry. The no, other thing good, I was yeah. going to say is, it seems like as we were going through the process, we keep thinking of other things this uh, software could apply to. I mean, you know, uh, whether it be Applications to training, you know, seeing trends and, and applying those to uh, training our, our drivers and um, you know human resources, um, forms that need to be filled out. And th- there's just a lot of applications that we can tie together with this application.
1: I think you added rule violations yes. last time we met. That was the most correct. recent addition. Yep.
3: And those can be sent right to our, um, our our safety people as well. So, I mean, it, it really that's is great.
0: great. So Sabrina, sounds like if uh, an agency was to get this software to implement it, they're going to get very hands-on uh, assistance from us.
1: Yeah, it's a two-way learning process right now. Obviously, as a new piece of software, um, we want to make sure that if we have gaps or that if we need to make improvements, that we're we're doing that hands-on um, as we go. So, so yeah, right now, <laughs> anyone who's implementing risk gets a lot of hands-on attention from me to make sure that we can develop processes that work for agencies as well as for trapeze to make it efficient and to make sure that you're getting the most use out of it that you can.
0: That's great. I'm really excited about this product and we're going to wrap up in just a minute, but if you want to know more, you can come up and talk to them or Tim Bigwood is here and uh, Teresa Domingo who heads up all of trapeze is here as well. They're happy to talk to you about it.
2: Give us the final wrap up, Chris. You know, the product. Kind of what we were talking about, it's, it's shining light on the way we've always done it, looking at things differently, sh- you know, shake it up, the, the process to streamline it, to get the information to the people that need to make the decision or make the changes to get that addressed. I mean, I think one thing we really look at in government is things take forever. You know, how many times do we talk with our drivers? We're like, I thought we were going to do that. Well, the procurement process, to get this or do that or set the policy. But if we can streamline this information and have a hands-on dashboard to get that information real time we can start the process to initiate that instead of waiting down the road. So we're really excited to see this actually come to fruition and actually start using it to set those KPIs. And hopefully maybe it turns into an incentive program or somewhere with incentive program for the employees to show that we're actually hitting these goals that we set. That's awesome.
0: Thank you all for being here today. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Thank you.